Hey, I'm Sydney Latwako, host of Something to Share, where we give Bachelor Nation and other inspiring guests a platform to speak on what really matters to them right now with candid and important conversations you won't find anywhere else. Join us every Wednesday for unique stories you do not want to miss. Welcome back to another episode of Right Answers Mostly. It's good to see you all, and thanks for returning. Yeah, thank you for returning for our part two. Is this our first part two? This is our first parter. I'm really curious to see how it's going to go. Uh, but we can't talk about six wives in an hour. No, nor should we. Nor should we. I When I was researching, I was like 10 minutes per wife. And I was like, there's no way we can do that. Uh, well, what the hell did we learn about? Yeah, let's recap last week. First of all, again, we are still drinking red wine, ASMR. It sounds like a beautiful cave. It's stunning. Of, oh, I love it. I do too. Wow, wow, wow. Mm. Um, all right. So to recap where we have been with part one, Henry marries Catherine of Aragon. Gorgeous queen, icon legend. Warrior queen. We love her. Very Catholic. She only wants to serve her country and to serve Henry. <sighs> Henry's a little fuck boy. And as Catherine cannot produce heirs, Henry's eyes start turning to other women. He has a bastard child that he claims as his own. And then he heads on over to Anne Boleyn. She promises him an heir. Oh, also, yeah, no, this is all it. She wants a divorce. He wants a divorce. Catherine doesn't want a divorce. So Henry decides to split from the Catholic Church and become the head of the Church of England. Right, because of course he can. Because of course he can just do whatever he wants and he decides whatever his religion is goes. Ugh. Ugh. That's the perfect phrase for Henry. Yeah. So then... Anne has a baby, and it's a girl, and she can't produce a boy. So then Henry's done with Anne, and he's like, what's the best way to get rid of a wife? Behead them. But in a classy way with a nice knife (laughs) to spare her. With the French swordsman. Exactly. Not one of those commoner axes. How I'd want to go as well if I were killed. One of the reasons why she was beheaded is because she was accused of sleeping with her brother. So it's always tough. She says she didn't do. And I believe that they didn't sleep together. Yeah, I believe it too. She's like, just gross. And her brother was also murdered. So, R.I.P. R.I.P. to George. R.I.P. What I guess and whatever. Um, But Henry has been hanging out with Jane Seymour, one of Anne's ladies in waiting. And this is where we pick up our story. And this is his favorite wife. This is said. Henry has said that Jane is his favorite wife. (laughs) Just being like, out of the six, she was my favorite. Why? Let's get into it. Yeah. So... Jane. Okay. Jane and Henry, they were having their affair with Anne. They get married 11 days after Anne Boleyn dies. They're betrothed the day after Anne Boleyn is executed. God. Her body is still warm. Like, they waste no time. So he really, like, doesn't mourn these women at all. Or do you think there is, like, an ounce of... No, no, He's killing his wife. I don't know. I feel like... I feel like when you're told that you are the ultimate being and everyone is below you, it must pit this complex that you are just, you have no humanity. Right. 
Which again is scary that he's running a country. And he's a sociopath. He's just definitely a sociopath. Like he, and like a love addict? Yeah, 100%. Wow. I don't know what happened to his mom, but maybe there's something there. I think it's just this time period with this like position <laughs> yeah. of power. It's scary. And like everyone's having sex with each other. Everyone's. Okay, that's like, marriage also, wasn't sacred, right? Like not for men. Yeah, exactly. That's also like what's crazy is like when I'm watching the Tudors, it's this always this thing with this time period with shows that they'll be like how dare you? And then they'll just start fucking each other on the table. Totally. It's part of my language, but it's wild. Yeah, like there wasn't the same. It's always like angry sex on like tables and in stairways and like. I just don't think people understood their own emotions and complexities no. and like dynamics with other people. I just would love to, again, time travel and go back and talk to them. I know. Being like, are you hurt by this? Like, like let's unpack your trauma. Truly. And they'd be like, what is trauma? And it's like, oh, honey, where do we begin? We don't have enough time on this time traveling <laughs> excursion. I've only got like an hour. Oh, my God. And then I have to head over to the 1700s. And the 70s. And the 70s. Oh, God. Wow. I like that we only like go to like sevens in our time yeah. travel. <laughs> I mean, Lord knows we all want to be at Studio 54. No, we do. Check out our Studio 54 episode. Mm. If you know, you know. If you know. So they're married on May 30th, 1536. Um, this is also, so it's Henry's favorite wife. It's also one of Henry's shortest marriages. And I don't really think that's a coincidence. <laughs> yeah. He's like, it was good about lasted, So I'll end it now. He's like, yeah, she was my favorite. Cause I spent the least amount of time with her. Uh, yeah, probably like she didn't, he romanticized her. Right. She wasn't around long enough for him to hate her. <sighs> like he does with everyone else. I'm like, maybe you're the problem, Henry. Right. You would think that that would be a reflective moment. You would think, but he's not reflective at all. So, um, he calls her his true love, and when he died, he's actually buried next to her, um, even though he has three wives after this. Oh, shit. So, he really loved Jane Seymour. Um, so, Jane. Jane became a maid of honor in 1532 to Queen Catherine of Aragon. So, she served as a lady-in-waiting with Anne Boleyn. So much history. So much like crossover. Small little world, that royal court. Very small. That court is small. So Jane was highly praised for her gentle and peaceful nature. On record, it was said that she was of middling stature and very pale. And apparently not a great beauty. Sucks. Oh, God. <laughs> Jane's like, I see. I, I hope to not be ever <laughs> memorialized in that way. She was middling stature and very pale. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. That's why we have Saint Tropez. That Saint Tropez works every time. That's tough. It's a tough way to be described. But hey, she was his favorite wife. So, yeah. um, so something that I appreciate about Jane, and that was something that was really important to her, was restoring Henry and his daughter Mary's relationship and getting Mary's title as princess back. Oh wow! So she if you remember from our first episode, Mary is Catherine, his first wife, and his child. And he stripped her of her title when she wouldn't acknowledge Anne Boleyn as queen. She's like the good stepmom. Exactly. That's She's like, like, this is your child, and you need to have a relationship with her. Yeah, getting the family back together. Exactly. A woman's touch. A woman's touch. And um, Mary is now 20 years old, and he hasn't seen her since she was like 16. And at first, he's like, I don't want to hear her. I don't want to hear about her. I don't want to talk to her. I'm just like, it's your daughter. <laughs> he's yeah. such a baby. But she persisted, which is risky because, like, he clearly is not the most logical guy and he does what he wants. So it's like if someone's telling you to do something you don't want to do. But it was important to her. 
Um, but so because Jane was on Catherine of Aragon's court, she loved Catherine and it meant a lot to her that she was like, Catherine would want their relationship to be mended, which I'm like, would Catherine want that? I think she'd be like <laughs> anything to destroy this whole family yeah. at this point. Well, Catherine was the mom. Right. Oh, right. But I just think, oh she, yeah, she like, was like, I don't want him in my daughter's no, life. No. That's what I would think too. But who knows? It's very big of Jane. That is big. To want to do that. Um, and so they they meet and it goes really great and their relationship is mended. It's a really beautiful thing. I wonder what he said. I know. What could you say? <laughs> to make it better. But can I at least be princess again? Yeah, he's like, sure. Whatever. But right as he's mending his relationship with his daughter, Mary, his bastard son. Sorry, Henry, that I keep calling you his bastard son. It's, it's what needs to be done. It's what, it is what it is. Um, Henry, his bastard son, Henry, died. So it's like kind of sad. It's like when one door opens. Or uh, it's just really tough. How did he, he die? I think... Probably, if I had to guess, tuberculosis. That's true. Everyone. <laughs> when in doubt, just guess tuberculosis. Um, and Henry's kind of like, shit, because even though he was a bastard, he made him a duke, and he's like, I still don't have a son, so I think I can still make him my heir and figure out a way to make him king mm-hmm. if all else fails. So that's really sad also for him. It is sad. Um, seven months later, though, Jane becomes pregnant. And they were like, we must protect this woman at all cost. They pretty much, like, for her pregnancy, hid her away in, like, a dark room so that, like, no one could touch her and that nothing could happen to her. It was like, this could be the heir. Oh, God, I bet it's going to be a girl. I also just thinking about that, like, when I'm sick and I have to be in my bed for, like, an hour, I'm like, I'm a shut-in. I can't even imagine nine oh months. Oh, my God. When I had COVID and fi- that five-day mark, I was just weeping and being like, imagine? I've never seen another soul and or the sun. Uh, or the sun. Horrible. Horrible feeling. So, um, she, she goes into labor for three days. She's in labor for three days. Y'all, there ain't drugs. And... Not only is she in labor for three days, the baby is breached, which is painful, I think. I don't really know, but it's not good for the baby, and it's not good for the mom. Yeah, I think it's dangerous on both sides, but I think even more for the mom. I'm not sure. I was breached. Were you? Yeah, but then we figured it out. Yeah, I mean, now I think it's, (laughs) like, a little bit of a risk, but you can, you know, you turn that thing around. I know. I was just, like, not ready. I was on my own time, as I am today. Uh, Always. (laughs) Always on brand. We're not here to talk about me. We're here to talk about Jane Seymour. (laughs) So she, I just can't imagine how painful that must have been. Three days. She finally gives birth, and it's a healthy baby, and it's a boy. This is why she is his favorite favorite wife. Ew, I thought it was going to be something. (laughs) Why am I even pretending that it would be something redeemable? Like that anything that like Henry had, yeah, was redeemable. No, it's it's a baby boy named Edward. And then from this, Henry will always call Jane his true wife and queen. She is my true queen because she has produced an heir. (laughs) So crazy. So crazy. This poor woman. I know. Crazy. I'm surprised she didn't die from childbirth. She did. Didn't Don't she? speak too soon, Dash. Oh. From the intense labor, Jane falls very ill <sighs> due to an infection and poor hygiene during labor. People were not washing their hands back then. Can you imagine how disgusting it must have been? And I also heard that people didn't think fresh air was the best thing at this time. And so they like would close everything even more. So she's just in labor for three days in a dark, like without like a window room. open. 
I can't think of anything worse. Wow, and like doctors weren't like wearing gloves, nope. right? And they weren't washing their hands, and so they'd be touching everything, and also they were like cleaning you out and, and stuff. It, if the baby was breached, they'd probably just put their hand up and twisted it. Yep, after they like went to the bathroom. Horrible. Oh my God. Disgusting. Disgusting. So for the next 12 days, she's fighting for her life until she dies on October 24th, 1537. She was queen for 17 months, and she's the only wife of Henry that gets a queen funeral. Queen's funeral. He has six wives that are be- all queens, but she's the only one that gets a queen's funeral. And she wouldn't have got. She wouldn't have had one if she gave birth to a girl. Probably not. And then she just would have died. Like, ugh. That's so gross. That, so icky. So icky. Jane is our fastest one. She's like, well, that was me. <laughs> Peace out. And on to the next. Edward is her legacy. Crazy. Like, there's not much else to say about Jane except that it's sad, and I'm glad she started rekindling her relationship or his relationship with Mary. Was Henry heartbroken about this? Like, did he have, like, a hard time with her death? Devastated. So this is when the Dark Depression sits and takes over Henry. I see. Well, there's always one part of the story in the episode time where it's like, and now... This is like the Titanic, <laughs> the second Titanic tape for oh Henry in his God. life. I, when you say that, it just really <laughs> hits every time. <laughs> it's home. He went into depression in a depression for two years. And, you know, what, what starts happening when you're depressed? Uh, you start drinking and you start eating a lot. He was inconsolable. Um, and his ulcer on his leg is still there and making it to where he is in pain all the time. He can't exercise and do the athletic things like hunting anymore because his leg is hurting him. Well, I'm going to say it. Karma? Yes. No kidding. If there were ever ever a time, he starts to gain a considerable amount of weight. He goes from having a 32-inch waist to having a 52-inch waist in like two years. That's pretty intense. Yeah. it's And it's like... He develops gout later in life, which they call King's disease. And a lot of times it's set on from eating just like really rich foods. Yeah. So it was just like, it was depression weight. Like we've all been there. We sure have. It's tough. It is. But he like couldn't see his way out of it. And then finally people are kind of like, okay, it's, it's been two years, sweetheart. Like we need yeah. to, we need to make some moves out of this. It's time. You're the King of England. We've got to find you another queen. Ugh. Which I'm sure he's like, I'm not ready to talk about it yet. Yeah, but also, like... It's time. You did this year. I don't know. I don't know. No. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't feel bad for King Henry ever, really, at no, all. He's no. a piece of shit. So, um, we got to find you a queen. Also, for politics. Like, you split from the Catholic Church. You got us into this mess. Like, we're a big target. We have a big target on our back from Rome. Yeah, like, chip chop. Chip chop. You can't just leave this mess undone. Yeah. We need allies. So he turns to his chancellor, Chancellor Thomas Cromwell, to help. Henry's 48. You know, he's pushing 300 pounds. He has an open wound on his leg that smells. Like he smells from the open wound on his leg. He just smells in general, too. Yes. And he has a reputation for having a bad temper. So people were like, I don't want to marry that guy. Like other royal people were like, no. It's not what it used to be. It's not what it used to be. And it's Jonathan Ray's Myers Day. I don't even know if I'm saying his the actor's name I, right. I think that's what it is. Well, that's what it is to us. Yeah, sure. So it's like kind of like slim pickings for King Henry now. Oh, but there's always going to be some desperate ones. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Apparently one princess, it was um, said that she said, I would marry him, but my neck's not long enough because he beheaded Queen of or Anne Boleyn. 
Damn. Spicy. Spicy. I like it. Me too. Wait, is you know in Ever After, the mm-hmm. movie, is that supposed to be King Henry who plays the prince's dad? Prince's dad. Who's like, I refuse to do it. <laughs> <laughs> You I know don't know. What I'm talking about? I thought that Ever After was after Cinderella. Right. It's probably but mixing like lots of history okay. together. I'm not really I'm sure. I'm not sure what time period it's supposed to be in. I thought it was like the 1600s. I think it's like, yeah, medieval times, which I think is this. Oh my God, we should go to medieval times. <gasps> I went once. I've never been. When for Rachel Armstrong's birthday. Oh, yes. And we were all like a little crossfaded. What a time. <laughs> we should go crossfaded. I am so down. We have to go and we eat must. like a giant chicken leg. It's what you have to do. You just drink big beers. We have. We will do it and we will report back. Yes. So Cromwell suggests this woman, Anne of Cleves. So Cleves is part of what we know now as modern day Germany. And it was Protestant, which is like, great. It's not Catholic. So this could be our ally again. This is perfect. Henry was like, well, what does she look like? <laughs> Sweetheart, no one wants to have sex with you. It's like, honey, you can't be choosy. You have an open wound on your leg. Literally, you are disgusting. You smell. Yeah, you can't be choosy. But of course he was. So he sends a royal painter to Anne Anne's house. And he's like, paint the most accurate picture of Anne and her sister. And whichever one's hotter is who I will marry. <laughs> it's so insane. It's so insane. This actually happened. Oh, my God. So he likes what he sees. And he chooses Anne. Anna Cleves. Another Anne. Another Anne. Bites the dust. <laughs> yeah. So negotiations to arrange the marriage were in full swing by March 1539. Anne is like known to be, she's like pretty plain. She's not as well educated as the other one. She's like just this sweet kind of like blah. Yeah. She's like kind of the girl at camp that you're just like, you're part of our crew. You're a little plain, but we love you. She's a nice girl. She's a nice girl. Which is always could be tough. argued that that's actually a very bad way to describe someone. Yeah. She's nice. Yeah, that, that is how you would describe Anne. <laughs> So Henry, um, okay, yeah, so she lacked the traits of, like, sophistication and education and all that stuff. She received no formal education, but she was skilled in needlework, and she likes playing card games. Well, hey, what more could she need? (laughs) She could read and write, but only in German, so she doesn't know a lick of English. But she's, like, pretty excited to marry the King of England. She's 19, he's 48. (laughs) So... (laughs) Like Leona's girlfriends, you could say. You could say. I'm saying it. I'm saying they it. They keep getting younger and he stays the same age. Exactly. So there's this thing in court called like court courtlier love, I think is what it is. It's basically a bunch of frat bros playing tricks and like flirting and the girls being like <laughs> Sounds fun. <laughs> it, it does sound actually Sounds pretty like fun. Catfishing. So yes. So here we oh, go. Oh. He is so pumped. To see, because she has to travel from Cleves now. He's so pumped. He's like, I can't even wait. I have to go meet her. And I'm going to bring my friends and let's play a prank on her, guys. So Anne is there in, like, in between the trip. They're staying at this place. Anne's just by herself, like all 19 years old, just looking out a window. And here comes King Henry dressed up as, um, what was he dressed up as? A messenger. So it's like this big dude with his friends dressed up as a messenger. She doesn't even know what the king really looks like. And he comes up to her, which 
all the court of England would know that's the king dressing up. But this poor girl from a different country who's like pretty plain and doesn't know things just sees this big dude who comes up and embraces her and tries to kiss her. And it's on New Year's Day. And she's kind of like, ew, like, please get back from me. And she doesn't realize that it's all a game. She has, She's like, she doesn't even speak English. So she's just very confused. <sighs> and he leaves pissed that she didn't receive this game well and that she she didn't, like, play along and wasn't like, I love this man. He never even, like, reveals himself. It was probably terrifying for her. Terrifying. Can you imagine this big dude who all of a sudden just, like, embraces you? It's like an evil Santa Claus just... (laughs) Literally, with all of his annoying friends in the background. No. So this hurts his ego so bad. So he goes back, and all of a sudden he's like, she's ugly. I've been duped. This is not what she looked like in the picture, and I don't want to marry her anymore. <laughs> it's like literally male fragility. Fragility. Does he kill her because of this? No. Okay. No. But he like, is like, I want out. I don't want to marry her. She's ugly, and she doesn't like my jokes. Well, which we see that today with men, don't we? We sure do. When you don't laugh, and then you can see their and then, brains, and it just goes. Oh. And all of a sudden, they're like, "You're ugly." <laughs> saw it in seventh grade it's really tough and we see it to this day but everyone's like the paperwork's already already be si- been signed and we really need this alliance poor Anne. also she's like i just didn't want this random stranger to kiss me yeah, she's like i felt violated it, literally so the two were married on january 6 1540 january 6th oh my god i was like Yikes, there's some darkness around January 6th, isn't there? It, it, January is always a dark month. I'm sorry for it everyone is. that's born in January. It is dark. It's tough. It's after the holidays. It's when Anne of Cleves and King Henry got married. And we'll always think about that now. <laughs> there's no other association. I wish I could forget about all these January 6ths. But on their wedding night, they did not consummate their marriage because Henry said, in quotes, I liked her before not well, but now I like her much worse. <laughs> like well shit she's like dressed in lingerie just being like just do it and he's like disgusting you're ugly you're ugly and she's like what is that smell and he's like sorry it's my leg it's never healed there's nothing i can do about it (laughs) it's so gross they're like let's just go to bed yeah actually so it's so sad Anne of cleves tells one of her ladies in waiting she's like it's so great he kisses me good night and he says good night sweetheart and in the morning he kisses me and says good morning sweetheart and her lady in waiting is like does anything else happen? And she's like, no. Anne of Cleves thought that's, thought that that's how you made a baby. And her lady-in-waiting was like, sweetheart, it takes more than that. Oh, that is a, that's. That's, that's how, like. That's not good. That's how, like, I don't know. Um, sheltered, I guess, is what you could say she was. She was just on such a different level than King Henry. He's like, I've slept with 2,000 women. <laughs> At least. And counting. Truly. Um. So that's really sad. So he's like, okay, get me out of this marriage now. (laughs) Like, I can't believe I did this. He annuls the marriage by finding a loophole. He found out that she was actually betrothed to a French nobleman when she was 11. Um, But nothing comes from it. But there's no paperwork saying that it was denied. Oh. But obviously she didn't marry him. So she's like, so he's like, that's it. That's enough for annulment to go through. And the fact that they didn't consummate their marriage. He's like, and I didn't have sex with her. And then Anna Cleves is like, but I was 11 when I was betrothed to that guy. Uh, but they're like, we don't care. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> like, she's out. She's out. Well, he kind of like is like, you need to make, you need to make this an annulment, annulment happen. And 
I'll give you an offer. Oh. And it's one of the strangest offers I've ever heard. He was like, if you take this annulment, A, I won't behead you, which I think that was probably a driving force for her. Right. And B, I will give you the title of my sister. Because <laughs> they've never had sex, I guess. It's, yeah. And so. If, they're like, we're family. Manja. <laughs> Manja. If you're not my wife, you're my sister. So he, she was like, sure. Because as King's sister, she gets all these castles. She's welcomed at court. She has precedence over every woman in England except for his two daughters and if he marries again. And she just gets freedom. And she doesn't have to do anything. I mean, honestly, like best of both worlds. Honestly, Anne of Cleves has it the best out of everyone because she doesn't have to have sex with him. Yep. And then she gets all of these perks. And they seem to be like friendly exes, maybe. They become really good friends later. It's like someone breaking up with you being like, you're more like... You're a friend. Friend to me. It's like when I was broken up in, in seventh grade, someone said you're more like a cousin to you. <laughs> and it was hard to take at first, but then you're kind of like... <laughs> a cousin is so specific to us. I'll never forget. I'll never forget well, that AIM. Oh, AIM. Oh, yeah. After school, I logged on and be like, we're going to like talk because we're boys friend and girlfriend and he was like hey i've just been thinking it's not working out you're more like a cousin to me yikes you didn't even get any castles or anything i sure didn't so that's tough just heartache thank you for that honesty (laughs) (laughs) and a please is like honey i've been there too yeah and she's like and that's what yeah i feel sisterhood with her yeah exactly and i just think good for her yeah get out of there she was so young so young so much to see and again like thank god she now have to have sex with him so honestly that's great they become good friends she takes it Pretty much this whole time he's with Anne of Cleese. Okay, so also that is wife number four. Four. So again, we have divorce, beheaded, died, divorced. Got it. The next one. What's coming? It's not good. It's not good. So Catherine Howard, pretty much the whole time he is with Anne of Cleves because he was like, she's ugly. I have to get off somewhere <laughs> else. He was having an affair with this woman. God, it's so predictable. Where do you think you found her? On the court. Yep. <laughs> A lady in waiting to Anne of Cleves, Catherine Howard. Another Catherine. Ugh. We've got the Anne's. We've got the Catherine's. I just want him to like go out and fuck a commoner, honestly. <laughs> yeah. just to, I'm like, sure he would have, honestly. Like there's some, stu- there's, there's some hot women did. on the street. Yeah. I'm sure there were hot women on the street. Of course. Of course. They're probably kind of annoying on the court because they get a little cocky. They always get coffee. Co- coffee? And they get Am I okay? coffee. <laughs> Am I okay? It's this wine. It is hitting. It, in we're a like way. more than a bottle in, pretty much. But here we are. <laughs> <laughs> so, Catherine and him were having an affair the whole time. She married him on July 28th, 1540, just 19 days after Anne of Cleves. Um, after their annulment, he was 49. Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> she was between 15 and 19. Again, we like, don't know the exact birth years. It's a bit young. <laughs> there, so there weren't rules in this time of, like, statutory. Was there rules for anything? No, that's true. What, who am I trying to fool? Uh, nothing. You could have sex with, like, a... A donkey. A donkey. I'm sorry to bring it there. But you could. That was a rumor about Catherine the Great that she had sex with a horse. But I think that was just people being jealous of her. So incest is like you get beheaded, but you don't get beheaded for having sex with like a child? Nope. Nope. Not when you're a king. You don't get beheaded for anything. <sighs> yeah. So she is 15 or 19 years old. By this point, his leg makes him really, really smell. And again, he's like 
about 300 pounds, really like bad moods. Gangrene? Like he should like have it amputated, I think it but he won't? I, yeah, I think later it was carterized like on all of it. And it just makes him pissed off all the time because his leg hurts so bad. Well, there was an Advil. No. So Catherine is our young party girl. Oh, <laughs> Catherine's a good time. She's fun. She's fun. Apparently, she was kind of sent off to like when she was young, which she's 15 when she married him. So like pretty young. She was sent off to like what we kind of known know now is like a boarding school. It's like where a lot of noblemen sent their daughters off to school. And they're like, you're behaving badly. Yeah, exactly. And we don't want to deal with you. Wow. And this school was known for being especially lax on supervision. Like this was known as the party boarding school. Um, they were known for the girls letting boys in their sleeping quarters at night. Oh, shit. Scandal. Um, her character is often been described as um, vivacious. That's how you say it, right? Yeah, yeah. Giggly and brisk, um, but never scar- uh, scholar- scholarly or devout. <laughs> so they're like, she was dumb, but she was fun. <laughs> yeah, literally. She displayed great interest in her dance lessons, oh. but would often be distracted during them and make jokes. I'm like one of us. One of us. One of I just us. Picture her like dirty grinding in a corner, <laughs> like, like talking to her friend. <laughs> All right, Catherine, please pay attention. Oh, bless her. Bless her. Um, what else? Oh, she um she also had a nurturing side for animals, particularly dogs. Oh, oh, she is. I know. One of us. She's, I just feel like Catherine Howard was like. The young, fun one. She seems hot. Yeah, I think she was. And she just liked to have a good time and, like, not study. I picture her looking like, um, what's her face that you love? Who dates Zach Braff? Oh, Florence Pugh. Yeah. Cute. Oh, I would love that. Like that kind of energy? All the portraits look exactly the same to me, except, like, slightly off. I could see that. You know, like, every everyone's just a little scary looking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, who knows what Catherine actually looked like? Um, but... With Catherine. Um, oh, wait, no. Okay, yes. So she's infatuated, or she loves dogs. Um, <laughs> and Henry was infatuated with her. He claimed he had never known, in quotes, the like or the like to any woman. So basically, he's like, I've never met a woman like her when she's like 15. <laughs> and he just constantly showered her with gifts and jewels. And he called her his rose without a thorn because she is like this virginal, youthful, hot thing to him. Gross gross um she doesn't really help anything in the kingdom i mean she's like too young to really know what's going on so like she's just the epitome of a trophy wife to him yeah you know yeah um but this is the tudor court and there is no lack of drama and gossip honey Mm. and there are rumors that catherine was no virgin when she married king henry oh but he like hangs his hat on the fact that she was he loves that it's so gross um, also around this time, again, we were saying his moods are getting worse and worse because of his leg. <laughs> so one day Henry goes to his private chapel and on his seat, he finds a letter from the archbishop saying that he has evidence that Catherine was no virgin when she married him. Henry was devastated. He idolized her. And I guess it was super important actually for a woman um, when she married the king for him to be her first sexual partner. So there was no question about an heir when she had a baby. And how would they know? Great question. I think they did like like, weird things. Yeah. Like we saw on the great. Of like seeing if you bleed. Yeah. And like. Isn't even a thing. No. it's, It's really sad and disgusting for women. Um, so the allegations were validated when they talked to people at her old private school, like boarding school thing. And they're like, oh yeah, she used to sleep with this musician. 
<laughs> They're like, she has a notes on her phone. It has everyone that she slept with. Yeah, just go look at it. Um, they take that musician and they torture him. And he sa- he still says that he's innocent. But also, I think he was the music teacher. And I'm pretty sure that he, like, groomed her. And, like, poor Catherine. Justice for this Catherine as well. Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't, like, a summer of love. No, exactly. And he's like, however... I know an even juicier secret. She's sleeping with this guy, Thomas Culpepper, who is like <laughs> the king's right-hand man. He like helps the king get dressed every morning oh, and stuff. She liked what she saw. She liked what she saw. And he was kind of like this hot fuck boy on the court. On the court. Catherine and him did have a hot little thing, and they were having affairs all over the place. Damn. And Anne Boleyn's sister-in-law, Jane Boleyn, kept watch and like um uh, arrange their like meetups to hook up and she would like stand outside the door and keep watch for them. Wow. This is explosive. They immediately search Culpepper's room and they find a love letter from Catherine. Everything was so easy to find. In I those know. Days. No kidding. It's just like confirmed, but at the same time, harder, easier to get away with because they didn't have like security cameras yeah, and stuff that too. That's true. Henry never saw her again after he found out. She's taken away and basically accused of being a harlot and sentenced to death. Both of the men that were accused of having sex with her also were hung, quartered, and disemboweled, even though she had sex with him before she even met the king. Of course. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, like, not shocked, but... Like, just the fact alone that they, like, that she had sex with someone else. He was so pissed, so he's like, kill him, too. Ugh. She asked, uh, so they take her to the Tower of London. Two days later, she was told she was going to die. Again, she like never like gets to talk to Henry and be like, this isn't true, or I'm sorry. Like, I thought that we, I, if I were her, I'd be like, well, you're sleeping with other people too, so I thought it would be chill. Right, right. Like, I <laughs> thought this was the arrangement. Yeah, exactly. She asked for the block to practice putting her head on when she gets beheaded. And she goes and she practices it because she didn't want to look silly, which I'm like, honey, Oh, God, Bigger that, problems. That's really heartbreaking, though. It's really sad. also very representative of women being like, I don't want to look stupid. I know. As I get beheaded. Yep. Apparently, one of the things that the guy who beheaded them would do is he would call out to his, like, assistant to bring him something. But it was a trick. But they it would make the person turn to the left and look at the that side. And they would do it right then because it got their head in the perfect position. Dark. To make it, like, less painful? To make it easier to just cut on one. Yeah. Dark. So, goodbye, Catherine. Oh, what a scary way to go. What a scary way to go. Catherine Howard, our party girl. I, like, just feel for her. I, I feel, like, the most for her for some reason. I know. she's I, so same. young. She was so young. And, like... And doing what she wanted to, as know, she should. Like, what she was getting herself into, I feel. I totally agree. Ugh. So, divorced, beheaded, died, divorced, beheaded. Survived. Survived. Wow, last but not least. Last but not least. Shall we talk about another Catherine... Catherine Parr. Let's mix up the names. I think there were only like four names back then. Like Elizabeth Mary, Catherine Jane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, basically all these women's names. He's like, you'll do. It's all you got. Yep. So at this point, Henry is like, okay, I'm done with the young ones. My next wife has got to be a widow. He literally said, I have done with young wives and now I am resolved to marry a widow. Well, you know... <laughs> He's like, those 15-year-olds really don't do it for me anymore. I, I think he just needs to He needs to go. I think he needs to go, too. Um, also, Henry is so big at this point, he can't even walk on his own. He's required wooden chairs to carry him around and hoist to lift him up. 
<laughs> and his leg continued to deteriorate. <laughs> I feel like his leg is like his chop, seventh wife. Chop it off. Chop it off. It's time. But like, let it go if you love something. It's time. Where do you think he finds his last wife? On the court. court. Is she like three years old? <laughs> she's actually 31, I oh, believe. Yeah, a she's woman. 31. Yeah, a woman of the time. A woman. <laughs> she had been married twice before, widowed both times. Okay. Um. So this is Catherine Parr. Catherine Parr's mom was actually really good friends with Henry's first wife, Catherine of Aragon. And Catherine Parr is named after Henry's first wife. Oh. How's that for connecting things? That's Whoa, crazy. That, that is crazy. His last wife was named after his first wife. <laughs> Jesus. So dark. Um, Catherine is friends with Henry's daughter, Mary. Um, and Catherine was actually in Mary's court, which is how she, she caught Henry's um, attention. She was 5'10". Oh, hot. Tall as hell. Wow. She's like a Victoria's Secret model. Yeah, truly. Supermodel. So um, she's vivacious, witty, a lover of shoes, and she's kind and has a sensible nature. She's very le level-headed. She's a lot like Catherine of Aragon, and it is said that Henry is kind of like, maybe I had it right the first time. Mm-hmm. So, um, she's a widow to a Lord and when he died, he left her a ton of money. So this gives her opportunity to marry for love instead of money, Oh, which is like really hard to do as a woman at that time. She falls in love with this man, Thomas Seymour, who is the brother of the late queen, Jane Seymour. So his favorite wife Catherine is in love with her brother. But then Henry sees Catherine and is like, I want to marry you. And so she can't marry Thomas because the king proposed to her. So she has to say yes to the to the king. Oh. Oh, God. It's like so incestuous that it's like I'm dating your ex-wife's brother this is why they have to get out of town <laughs> they have to they get have out of to. it's small town dating Truly. for sure so when the king wants to marry you you have to marry the king uh, you have to which is so sad because she was like this is my chance to marry someone i actually love uh, this is reminding me of ever after i know so catherine married henry on july 12 1543 she was the first queen of england to also be the queen of ireland following henry's adoption of the title of king of ireland i guess he's like i'm gonna be the king of that too sure sweetheart whatever, <laughs> whatever. You want. at this just point like, just shut up and <laughs> yeah. do it exactly so henry's kids also loved her and she brought them closer together as well um mary uh, yeah, she mended the relationship even more between Mary and remember Elizabeth and Boleyn's daughter mm -hmm. and um, his son, Edward. Elizabeth actually ends up living with Catherine. Oh, yeah. Because Catherine ends up being the only mom she really knew because Henry oh. fucking decapitated her mom. That is true. It's really sad. <laughs> it's a tough thing to so cope she, with. Yeah. So she loves her. Um, so it was just like mentioned that she takes care of Henry's leg. <laughs> Take a drink for every time I've said Henry's leg. Truly, we'd be blackout. We'd be blackout, which... Which are we? Uh, maybe. Um, in 1543, she helps get the Third Succession Act passed, which put the daughters back in the line of succession after Edward. So basically, she's like, let these girls be queen. Yeah. Like, please. Yeah. So she did a lot for the women. Um, That's good. Yeah, it is. It's great. Um, she He um, makes her 
queen regent again, which he did with his first wife. There's lots of parallels that I really do think he's like, man, I didn't know what I had with Catherine. Right. You don't know what you have until it's gone. Yeah. Now I can redo it with my other Catherine. (laughs) My third Catherine. (laughs) So she's again calling shots. And it's thought that when Elizabeth saw Catherine being regent, it um, inspired her and... um, and uh, greatly influenced her, sorry, it influenced Elizabeth when she became Queen of England. And she was like, this is how a badass woman rules. Right. And I will take note. Um, she's also a writer, Catherine is, and she published two religious books. She is the first woman ever to have a book published in England. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Catherine was also Protestant and she saw this as kind of an opportunity to take them all the way out of the Catholic church because he kind of started it Mm -hmm. and then he let it fizzle out because he's like, I was just doing this so I could get divorced, Right. but I don't actually care. Well, she did kind of overstep once because she was lecturing the King about her perceived or his perceived errors or her perceived errors in his theology And that was not good because there was also a crackdown on heresy, which I guess is like extreme Protestant belief. Mm. And so people were like, she's, she's witchy vibes, I think, kind of. Oh, God. And the fact that she was like challenging him. Well, she knew that these rumors were going on. And so she was like, fuck, I have to save face. I went too far on trying to persuade him to go all the way Protestant. So she goes back to them, back to Henry. And she's like, I don't know who I was back there. I'm a woman. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm being silly. And so he forgave her. The following day, an armed guard came to arrest her. And he didn't know. And Henry's like, no, no, no. She apologized and just said she was being a woman. So it's fine. Oh, my God. (laughs) She's a witch. She's a witch. It's so dumb. Um, Okay. So Henry dies four years after they get married. He was. This is gross oh he was covered with painful pus-filled boils and possibly severed from gout his last days were filled with extreme pain his leg injuries needed to be carterized by his doctors and his chronic stomach ache i'm like you deserve it henry you deserve it so she was like making big moves um and then he dies he dies on uh, january 28th 1547 at the age of 55 as a result of renal and liver failure Catherine is free Good for her. At least one of them gets out. Yep. Who does she go running to? Thomas Seymour. Oh. oh. She's like, we can actually get married now. Oh, so it is like a happy ending for her. They married in secret four months after Harry's death because she couldn't necessarily, like, I think she had to get permission from Edward, Henry's son. And eventually she does. And she's like, great, because we're already married. Um, At the age of 35, Catherine becomes pregnant. This pregnancy was a surprise as Catherine had not conceived during her first three marriages. During this time, her husband, Thomas Seymour, began to take interest in her stepdaughter, Lady Elizabeth. These fucking men. Ew. Yep. So her former stepdaughter that was living with them, he starts to have an affair with them. Apparently, she caught them embracing one time. And Elizabeth was sent away and they never saw each other again. (laughs) (laughs) They're all out of control. Yeah, she's like, you're kicked out of my house. You cannot sleep with my husband. Oh, God. Um, Elizabeth does later go on to be queen. Mm -hmm. Um, Catherine gave birth to her only child, a daughter, Mary Seymour, named after Catherine's stepdaughter, Mary, on August 30th, 1548. 
Catherine dies six days later from what is thought to have been childbed fever, an illness that was common due to lack of hygiene around childbirth. Guys, figure it out at some point. (laughs) Wash your hands. Do something. But like, was there soap back then? I don't even know what there was back then. Like, I feel like it was disgusting. Yeah. So there it is, guys. Wow. Divorce, beheaded, died, divorced, beheaded, survived, kind of. What a fun journey it was, though. I mean, I'm sorry for all those women that had to suffer through all of that. but Literally. But it is juicy. It's so juicy. And then, you know, Elizabeth goes on to rule later, and she's, that's why Virginia is named after Queen Elizabeth, the Virgin Queen. Wow. So, crazy times. Damn. Thank God for washing our hands. Wouldn't want to be there. Wouldn't want to experience it. No. But I've never really known the whole story. Me either. Fascinating. It's been fun. I've been watching the Tudors over Bravo. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. I've felt like that way similarly recently with the leftovers. It's <laughs> that some, I'm almost like, I'd rather watch an episode of this. When you find a narrative show and yes. it hits, I'm not saying the Tudors isn't particularly good. No, but it's but with everything, it's fun to know a story and yeah. then watch it. You know? Totally. No, I get it. I really, really do. So, guys, what I would love is if you could DM us which wife you related to the most. Oh, we love that. We'll do a poll, too. Yes. We'll oh do something God. fun and interactive. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Right Answers Mostly because we will have all the pictures. And, and TikTok as and well. That's right. I think Justice the Most for Anne of Cleves and yeah. Catherine um, Howard. Truly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, actually, but Catherine of but Aragon. Catherine, I know. She's kind of like the OG. She's the OG. She carried it through for all of them. And was the first to be like, oh, he's a fuckboy. Yeah. Ladies, do not love this man. Yeah. yeah. Justice for all of them. Justice for all of them. Even you, Anne Boleyn. Like, uh, it's tough. It's tough. You're the toughest to have justice for. It, it is. You it's, know? It's not a girl's girl. No, she's just not a girl's girl, and it's hard to root for them. It's true. But hey. But here we are. <laughs> and, um... There it is. Oh, that was gorgeous, Claire. Thank you so much. That was so fun. Thanks for sticking with me. No, I loved it. Um, Let us know if you like the part one and twos, because we think it's really fun to break it up a little bit. That's right. And we will be back next week with a fun one. Yeah, as always. As always. XOXO. Right answers mostly.